What's up? Do Tour Live is here. We are here and we are practicing friendship. We're practicing our skateboarding and we're practicing our friendship because today is all about friends here on Do Tour Live. We got two friends coming in from Australia, Jagger Eaton and Deshaun Jordan. They're not from Australia, they're coming from Arizona, but whatever. But we do have an Australian coming. That's right, Keegan Palmer. He's trying to finish up school here in the United States so he can get on with pursuing the dream of wheels and wood. That kid's already won everything and now he's gonna win at life by graduating high school early. We got the guys from Transworld, Blair and Jamie coming in. Those guys need like a moniker kind of like Brangelina. Jame Blair? Blairme. Blair. Blairme's, Blairme, they're both, yeah, they're coming in. Well, hey, Dude Tour Live is gonna be great. You're gonna love it and we're all gonna get a chance to maybe session at the end of it. We might see a game of skate between friends. Not us two, you don't wanna watch that. All right, let's get right to it. Let's go live. Me and Louie have been friends forever. It's kind of cool that we somehow both ended up in the same place and both went pro together. For like how long we've known each other and how long we've been friends, it's kind of almost like unheard of. When we met, it was definitely like eight, around like eight years old. He's probably eight, I was probably nine. Come on, you're not older than me. I was eight, you were nine. Never mind, he was a year older than me. Do you even realize you guys are both wearing stripes today? No, I, I wearing this first, and then as soon as we walk to the floor, he's like, oh, maybe I should put on some stripes. <laughs> well, I don't know, yeah, I'm just trying to copy him. Just gonna be honest. <laughs> kind of, at a young age, like, kind of figured out who we are, I would say. Me and Louie, being around so many legendary people, we just saw, like, all right, well, I don't want to be like that, dude. Like, that's a person I would like to be one day. <laughs> Our parents are tight, because they were at every contest we went to, and cheer both of us on, and there was never any weirdness. It would always just be, like, fun. <laughs> we don't hate each other yet. It's been, like, 10 plus years, so maybe one day we'll hate each other. <laughs> In second place, let's give it up. We're about 18, uh, flip turn and GoPro. Well, that was kind of like when we started to really get like more competitive and started to become like one and two in contest and maybe take it more seriously. If I fall, I'm gonna be so mad. Oh my! I knew I'd fall. I'd say Louis is definitely a lot more focused than I am. All right, right here in a contest. He's always kind of joking and messing around. I know that like kills my dad. Yeah, Louie and I definitely who we are basically because of traveling so young. Us having each other, we both kind of almost guided each other in a way. Now we're a little bit older and we're just experiencing things for ourselves, so it's cool to be able to still experience new things with her and we've known each other for so long. All right, welcome to another episode. What, Chris? We are live. This is Dutor Live. How's it going, everybody? And uh, today's episode is all about French. Chris, what are you doing? Oh, this, is live, this is a live just, show. Yeah, my, my whole, the whole neighborhood just tried to come in the house. And I told them, go back to your computer and watch us live. Because yeah. it's Dutor Live. And this is a big deal. This is the third yeah. episode of Dutor Live, quarantined but happy. So a big shout out to Mountain Dew for making this possible and to continue to support action sports and also to Stomp Sessions. Chris, do you know what Stomp Sessions is all about? 
I do know what Stomp Sessions is all about. This is where some of the best pros in the world teach people like us and people like out there watching how to do kick flips, heel flips, basic tricks to super hard tricks. Guys like Chris Cole, Manny Santiago are up there on uh, Stomp Sessions, helping us all skateboard better. And some of the most positive people in skateboarding giving you the tips and tools to go ahead and get those pro skills up to snuff. All right, well, we have a big show today, Chris. We're jumping all over the place. Well, awesome. We just saw a little piece uh, that kind of brings us to the theme of today's show. We saw Kerr and Caples and Louis Lopez. They've been best buddies since they were little. And those guys came up ripping together. And skating together with friends is really important. You push each other. You need someone to be there for when you fall down. You need someone to be there for when you succeed. Now, you and I don't have that, but you can imagine what that would be like. Now, these two guys that are coming in as our first guests, they have it in spades, and they're coming in from Arizona right now. We have Deshaun Jordan and Jagger Eaton. They are joining us from Arizona right now. They're in in an indoor park. What's up, boys? What's, What's up? Good? How are y'all? Unlock your phone. So we can get you. There you go. It is unlocked. <laughs> it is unlocked. <laughs> What's going on, you guys? Dude, it's unlocked. My phone is unlocked. I don't okay, know then we're not... just going to have to look at you cockeyed because that's how it is right here. All right. All right. But what's going on? Where are you guys? <laughs> and tell me what's happening where you are right now. Uh, I, we are at Cape Town Mesa right now. Right. About, uh, about to get our little skate session on. Yeah, I've been back for like two months now. I came back kind of when everything started to pick, uh, started to pick up and get crazy. Um, just wanted to come back and be with family and be around, you know, my girlfriend and everybody. Um. Yeah to keep saying, say the least. And uh, I know California's on a way more gnarly lockdown right now. And so um, I kind of want to take advantage of this time to get as much as time as I could to be back home. Cause it's kind of like rare when everything's kind of in play. So yeah, I'm in, I linked up with my boy Jagger, good friends from for many, many years. Yeah, so it's been good to come back time. and just kind of tap in with everybody. What's so you guys have got some some history together. Um, talk about like you guys coming up together in Arizona and like what what that's like. Just skating in Arizona as well. You gotta flip. You gotta flip sideways. Flip it sideways before you answer. Oh, like that. Oh, there okay. Go. There we go. This is live. This is really is live. So anything right, can happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, get I weird. Met, I, I, I've known Deshaun basically ever since I started skateboarding. <laughs> I mean, ever since KTR was even a thing when I. When I was about six years old, we started building ramps at KTR. That's when Deshaun kind of heard about us, and then Andrew and all of them, and they all started coming to KTR. And I just, the longest, me one of the longest memories I have of skateboarding is when my dad, Deshaun, would call KTR and be like, hey, Jeff, like, I'm coming. Like, tell the boys to stay there. We're skating. And I remember we would, we would literally, I would be skating from 12 to 6, and then Deshaun would show up about, like, 6 or 7. We would skate from 7 to 10 o'clock at night almost every single weekday. Like, we would just... What is, what is KTR? For people who don't know what KTR is all about, go ahead and give yourself a big advertising plug right now. Yeah, uh, KTR is a family action sports facility. So it's basically, um, it, we do a lot of things. We do, here in Mesa at this facility, we do, uh, we coach gymnastics. We used to do cheerleading stuff, but really we just do gymnastics. We do skateboard lessons. We do uh, parkour. We do a bunch of stuff basically to just promote activity. And uh, as far as the skateboard part of it, uh, we do skate lessons and even my older brother teaches and yeah, it's just a positive environment for kids to, you know, learn how to skateboard. And it's just different than a public skate park. And you can just come here and work on stuff and 
yeah, especially in Arizona, this uh, this business structure is great because it has air conditioning, which is very nice and kind of essential somewhere like in Arizona. And uh, yeah, we're hoping to expand. We have uh, we have two more facilities going up that are actually here in Scottsdale right now, and there's one going up in Utah. And yeah, so hopefully uh, hopefully bounce all over the world so we can get uh, we can get people out here sharing the positivity. And your family's been pretty deep. I mean, you said your brothers your brothers in this too, but like in order for a family to to come in and like create a facility like that, they have to be like super into uh, the skate scene, action sports scene, huh? Yeah, well, what what ended up happening was my uh, basically <laughs> my grandpa and my dad and my mom were all Olympic level gymnasts, and that's kind of how this all started. Because we, my my grandpa owned a gymnastics gym, which is the one that we're in right now. And then when my grandpa passed away, my dad took it over. And then when my dad got us into skateboarding, there was some extra space in the back, and we just needed to put some ramps to keep us busy because we were just all over the place all the time, <laughs> and so. They just put ramps back there, and it started with a little mini ramp, and it just grew into this huge, just huge skateboard facility. And it's just—it's a blessing, honestly. I mean, for my for my parents to uh, just, you know, do all this and build all these ramps, and just to create a community of skateboarding in Arizona, you know, it's just—it's—it's it's awesome. So, how old were you guys when you guys met, Deshaun? Like when you guys first started hooking up? How old were you guys? I mean, I was six. I was probably like six. Wow. Forty uh, I'm 19. You're 23. 23. Okay. Um, dang, I was probably like, yeah, you've had it then, like 11, 11 yeah, 11, yeah. 12, I think. And wow. I had, I came to KTR. I think the first time I came, I came for a contest, and uh, I had like been there, I think maybe once prior to that. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming. I I came all padded up and like mongoose, mongoose. <laughs> 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 we got those Bass Pro Shop. I got some Mongoose Bass from Walmart, yo, and I pulled up here to skate the contest, and I remember these dudes, like, used to rip this park, and I remember just being like, dang, like, those kids are so good. And so, like, I started coming, like, more and more after that stuff, and that's kind of when we started to, like, start to build our relationship. And then uh, from there, yeah, we just grew up. We started to grow older and older, and, you know, our relationship started to grow more and more. And so when I was still living in Arizona, I would come here a couple times a week like Jeff, his dad would send somebody to pick me up like a couple of days in the week to come skate with Jagger and Jet, like just to, like, you know, keep vibe, like keep vibes good and just like push each other. And so then as it got closer and closer, uh, as I got older and older, then I was like getting more closer to wanting to move to LA. And so mm-hmm. then after I graduated high school, that's when I moved. But while I was here, like we for sure skated, you know, pretty often and I came to skate this facility and it was, it was a blessing as well for Jeff to let me come skate here. You know what I mean? And be able to have a park like this as a resource to skate. So, yeah, it's been it's been an an, uh, an awesome relationship with the, with the whole Eden family. Uh, I gotta ask you guys. I, I've had some friends that grew up in AZ over the years, and just skating there is completely different in the summertime than it is in any other part of the United States. Simply because it's like uh, so hot that it will melt your wheels when you skate. Uh, you know, so tell tell people that might not know about the heat that you have to deal with and just the conditions you have to deal with in the summertime there. It's, it, it gets it gets hot here, but it's funny because I don't know, I, I maybe I'm used to it. And I mean, I've been living in LA for about like five years. So like I come back and sometimes I'm not used to it, sometimes I am, but like, I don't know. I just grew up skating in the heat. You know what I mean? Summers and summer skating, like when I couldn't go or I couldn't make it out of Arizona. And so now when I come back, like I don't even really sweat when I skate in the daytime. And like my yeah. homies trip out. My homies are like, yo, what the, like, what the heck? You're yeah, not sweating I- and stuff. <laughs> Like, it's been cool. And, like, that's why when I, when I'm back in L.A. and people are like, dude, it's hot. I'm like, dude, it's not hot out here. 
it's beautiful. <laughs> Your hot and my hot is two different. Yeah. Right. Hey, I want to I want to ask you about speaking of uh, dropping heat right here. Three days ago, three days ago, this popped up on my screen, right uh -huh. there. Deshaun, Mark Johnson, pro for business and company. That is yes, massive. I mean, so you you got the pro models dropping on May twenty second, but yes. before this talk. We were just talking, and Jagger was uh, kind of hyping it up. You got the pool party jam coming out today <laughs> on yeah, Spotify, I just... <laughs> iTunes, everywhere. What's yeah. up with that? Yeah, I mean, so like with that, um, I, I've kind of always, I've I've made music for like years. Just with my cousins, and I've kind of had the influence of them. And you know, they had me freestyle. They would write rap for me, and I just always loved music. Like no matter what, I was in a dance group for a couple years when I lived in Tucson. Like. It, it's just something about music that all, you know, it brought me happiness. It, you know, it, it allowed me to, you know, like be emotionally stable, mentally healthy, you know what I mean? And so like, as I got older and started to be able to understand music um, at, you know, a higher level, as far as like, you know, studying sounds or like listening, like actually listening to lyrics and not just like listening to the beat, like actually wanting to learn about music, like in depth. As I got older, I started to like dive more into, you know, creating music because I always had a passion for it. And so, what I did for the longest is I have like maybe like 50 plus songs that I've just been sitting on for years because I would just make it. And then I would send it to like my friends and like family. Then like uh, some of my friends that I have in the actual music industry that would like give me feedback just so I can get better. At that time, I was just doing it for me because I was so nervous and scared to like tell anybody really outside of that. You know what I mean? It was like really hard for me. And so as I got you know, older and started being surrounded with more and more amazing people that kind of inspired me to want to like get more vocal about my music. Um, I would say the last time that really, you know, inspired me to like put it out there was I was, I was actually at a, a, a family dinner with my friend TJ Mizell and uh, TJ is actually a DJ um, and he's a Jam Master J's son. And so uh, being able to build that relationship with him has been amazing because I've been able to meet, you know, other people through our relationship and like getting back to the time where I said I kind of did it was we were at a family dinner at his house and it was like me, him, ASAP Ferg, his uncle and a couple of other homies. And we were talking, me and Ferg were talking about skating for a while, like having a good conversation. Then we were eating at the dinner table and he brought up my music and he was like, yo, he was like, he was like, what's up with your music? He was like, uh, TJ like plays it, you know, in the studio. We're like when you send it to him, you know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's like good. Like, what do you want to do with it? And I was like, oh, like, you know, I, I just do it for fun. You know what I mean? Like, I love doing it. You know, I just send it to myself or TJ, but like, I don't, you know, I don't do anything. And he was like, no, like, you should do something with it. You know what I mean? He was like, instead of sitting on, you know, if it's something you love, like, why not give the world other ways, you know, to learn about you or, you, you know, share with the world other passions. And so that's kind of what inspired me to, to kind of take that leap. You know what I mean? Because doing something like that, you know, when, you know, I'm known for one thing, it's, it's kind of a very, uh, touchy thing and gray area because a lot of you know uh, opinions come into place and you know and, and words sometimes get in the way and so mm -hmm. um I, I wanted to do it with precaution you know and with consideration of everything else i have going on and so um yeah you know i, I i've always you know been a, a good vibe type of person so that was like what this song is kind of inspired by dance hall you know fun vibes and everything and yeah i just want to you know continue just use my platform to you know give all of me and give people you know more of Deshaun, but yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome, man. Music is amazing. And yeah, I, I just always encourage anybody who has what, any hit it. What makes, you more, what makes you more nervous? Like uh, having someone watch your skate footy and critique it or someone critiquing your music? Um, 
None really. <laughs> I, 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 tell, I tell everybody like, dude, I love constructive criticism. Dude, like tell, like, like point out, like, dude, nitpick anything. Like, tell me what you think I could change. Tell me what you think could be better. Like I'm all for constructive criticism. You know what I mean? It's, it's all growth. So I've never been yeah. the type to take like anything personal. And that's kind of why, you know, just for the evening, my skating too, you know, it, it all, it, it all kind of like intertwines just because they're both, you know, things you do that are true, like fully independent. You know what I mean? You're expressing yourself. You're, you know, it, you, by, by doing that, you're putting something out and you're giving the, the world ways to view how you carry yourself. And so that's kind of like, you know what I mean? I, I never really taken, taken anything personal. You know, I always listen to everybody. I always take, you know, knowledge, wisdom from anybody who gives it to me. So yeah, I, I love it, man. And from yeah. somebody who watches his footage before a lot of people, he doesn't need to be worried about that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I've I actually, ever seen either of you two guys get nervous at a mm -hmm. contest or whatever. So yeah. I, could, I could see how well, that would work. I dropped it soon, too. Yeah, he, yeah he's <laughs> dropping footage. I was going to say that. He is dropping footage soon, too. We have, we have questions coming in from the outside world. we got a question from Max Tain that says, uh, yep. This guy wants something, uh, some free stuff, but you tell you tell us. Max Tane says, "Yo, Deshaun, I wear a size 9.5. Can you plug at Nike? Hook it up with those Travis Scott dunks." <laughs> hey, that's a tall order, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, what about uh? So Jagger, I know uh, you know, obviously having a skate park key that you can access 24 hours a day is awesome. But uh, when you're out there and right now, you know, you have a lot of free time. You're not flying around the world from contest to contest. What have you been doing besides skating? Are we going to hear uh, you coming into the studio anytime soon? Maybe <laughs> yeah, Jagger in the streets. Hey, what's up? You know, what, what's the side, what's the side days, hustle? No, I mean, lately, you know, I uh, my, actually, my trainer that I, I always train when I'm out here and I have a personal trainer who's always with me and she's actually uh, one of my dad's little gymnasts. So she's been super cool about it. I've been going over her house every morning and just working out. I've been golfing a lot. And really, I mean, around this time of year, most of the time I'm gone every weekend. I don't really have time to spend time with anybody. So I've just been spending a lot of time with my family and just doing things that, you know, I normally don't do. Like, I've been taking my little sister on a Starbucks date, like, every single day. I've been hanging out with my stepmom and my mom and just going out golfing with my stepdad and my dad and just going out and just doing things I don't normally do, you know, just doing out, taking time uh, to just um, just reflect on re reflect on family. And, you know, because that, that's a huge thing for me. And also, at the same time, I've been out street skating a ton. I've been, I mean, even in Arizona, I've been, mm -hmm. even if we don't have a filmer, I've just been going out in downtown Phoenix and melting my urethane on the ground <laughs> and just getting out there, you know, because that's important for me too, is to just find that joy in skateboarding. Because, I mean, I know a lot of people, a lot of people really see, really see us out in contests a lot. And that's really what they see around this time of year. And honestly, for everybody watching, like that is, that is tough. I mean, sometimes you get in situations where you're staying, you're literally staying like in China. We were staying on wood beds, and we had <laughs> we had cold showers every night, and like it was like it was pretty tough. And a lot of people just don't see that part. They just see us compete, you know. And in a yeah, lot of situations, yeah. you don't you don't really have control of it. So you know, when we have do when we do have control, like now, I mean, we've been going out to Chandler Park and just skating streets and coming here and just like working on specific stuff and working on tricks that you know, like dream tricks. And it's just I don't know, just out here just having a good time, just trying not to let all this stuff you know like crowd down on my head. Well, how important is that? I mean, you guys, the Olympics has been pushed off to 2021. You know, it's kind of an opportunity to come up with like 
crazy new stuff and yeah. you know, stuff that could potentially be game changer moving into to next year and, and like, you know, starting this process of actually making the team. Team USA is stacked. I mean, it, any other country, maybe besides Brazil, Team USA is out of control. What's it, what's it like trying to like weasel your way in there and make, you know, get, get one of them spots, one of them coveted spots? Jack, why don't you go ahead and give me, yeah, give me your thoughts first. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, for me, you know, doing both park and street, uh, I, I really just think it's strategy. I think it's just staying healthy. I mean, I think that I think that I came into this whole format and this thing a little quick. I didn't think I knew what I was ready for. And after after this season, after Brazil, and I got second in park, and I feel I'm feeling really strong. Right? I'm feeling really strong going into it. I feel like I'm having – I feel like I'm looking at my – at my trick selection, I feel like I'm looking at my strategy going into competing both events and my and my physical shape, and I, and I feel I feel great. I mean, I feel great. I feel I, I wouldn't say I feel like a um, like a veteran, but I do feel like a very heavy contender, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like I know what I'm getting myself into, which is something that I did not feel last year. I didn't at oh. all, and I kind of hid that. But now I'm going into it, I, I feel I feel really great and strong. How about you, Deshaun? How what, what's your what are your thoughts like with all this? you know, coming into next year and, and just the pressure of it all. And like, but like having like a little bit of time to breathe, you know, this summer. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm stoked as well on where I'm at um, with the rankings and everything as well. I could say the same for the year before I was kind of like really low in rankings. And so to be able to kind of like end on a good note and then going back into the season in a good spot is definitely like a confidence booster. So I'm just, you know, I'm gonna try to just come back in stronger. You know what I mean, and and fix some of the kinks that were there. Mm-hmm. Finished the last season, and I don't know. Like, it's it's an awesome opportunity. I'm stoked to be a part of it, or even just be a hopeful. So, I definitely want to, you know, try my hardest and make that make that dream a reality. And so, um, yeah, it's a great right. feeling. You know what I mean? Cool. It's definitely gonna be an amazing opportunity and a lot of growth for everybody. So, I'm stoked to, you know with God willing, be able to represent my country and uh, be a voice for skateboarding at the 2020 Olympics. Very cool. Well, you guys are going to skate for us right now. What do we got, what do we we got to look forward to here? What's going on? What, what do we got? What's going to happen here? We're going to play skate for Jagger's home park. <laughs> oh, see? No, uh, sandbagging Jagger. Go a three-letter game of skate. Yeah, three letters. Three letters. Flat ground only. You, you know the rule. Yeah, we can do whatever. Oh, you, you go handrail? Okay, go handrail. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, go handrail. Hand yeah, all right. All right. A, a handrail game of skate between Todd and I would be very short. Yeah, it'd just be one sacking. Who could sack harder? Yeah, well, Don't that's what you're about to probably look for like. a handrail game of skate. <laughs> hey, Kossi, I'm going to have my little brother. I'm going to have my little brother kind of film it, if that's okay. All right, like, sounds good. Fuzzy, totally. come here. Can you film this? Have them pan around a little bit to show us what's up. What are we What are okay. we looking at here? Set yeah, the table. Here, I'll give you a little bit. Ooh. So here's what? here's the park. That's the mini ramp over there. Kind of this new Todd, pump track we did. Car. Let's go. Show the what? I said to Todd, let's start the car and drive out. We're having yeah, we way. Yeah, come out here. <laughs> For everybody wondering, this is the handrail we are playing on right now. All right. This is gonna be it. There are a couple little ones right here, but we're gonna do it on the big on the big boy for y'all. Okay. Thank you. Hey, Very Cox, nice. come on, come over here. Come, come on, Cox. Yeah, Cox is going to come over here. You got fake trees and everything in there. It's nice. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. My Yeah, my dad went to, actually, it's weird. This is a weird story. Like, this first time we ever went to China, my dad was like, 
just like crazed by the trees there. And he's like, I just love the way the trees look. And so he just put him in the skate park. Interesting yeah. choice. Cool. It's my little brother, Costin, right here. What's up? What up, right. up Costin? What up? All right, you're going to film this for us. A little bit. Okay, who's going first? Uh, Hey, you guys got to do Rose Trambeau, right? I think you're going to yeah, warm Austin up for a second. Yeah. Like how one, one brother is named after the singer of Rolling Stone, the other brother is named after one of the skateboarding goats. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. There's no... There's no this kids is, named Poggy. No. No this what? Looks like such a fun setup. Oh my god! How fun yeah, is it so skating fun. there, Costin? Is it fun? Yeah, it's so fun. I bet. Do these guys ever miss tricks? Because I know I don't know if I've ever seen that. <laughs> oh, whoops! Wrong face. Oh well. Right is. All right. That's a good angle right there. All right, let's get this party started, boys. Costin, you got to talk us through this right here. What? You got to talk us through it. What's happening? Are you guys ready? Are you guys ready to do this? What's up? Are you guys ready to do this? Yep, let's do it here. All right, you got a Rochambeau for who goes first? Wait. Wait, Rob Curse is a suit? Yeah. Or just Rogue Sam Bow? Rob Curse is a suit. Let's get it. Uh, uh, Jagger uh, wins. Jagger, right? yeah, yeah, right. Jagger's up first. Jagger's up. Hey, yeah. jump down row. All right. Just this down row right Mellow back lip to start things off. This could go right, for a long time. About to answer that. Time. This is a game. These guys are so good. This game could go on for four hours. I know. This could just go in the background of, of the rest of the show. Someone's could... just going to go like kicky back lip or something nuts right here. It's game. Oh. Door right? is open. Door is open. You called open. it. <laughs> we keep trying to kick flip back lip right there. Yeah. And if you viewers out there have any questions, go ahead, fire them off. This is a good time. Is that back Smith? Back over trick. Ah, I can't see. I'm gonna go big. I'm gonna go big on this video because I gotta watch. Yeah, I'm it. going. I gotta. I gotta be bigger on this one too. We want to invite invite all the viewers to ask questions. Uh, you can give us trick ideas. Only front board. Um, I think you did. I think you did fakey back lid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got fakey back lid. There you go. Okay, now we can. That's why I make excuses for calling the wrong trick. I go, oh yeah, froze. Because we're no, you're, just supposed, you're just supposed to go, wow. You just say, wow, and then you just cover it. Wow. Wow. Gnarly. Is that fake 50 50? Yeah. These guys, are, these guys are really good. <laughs> like I said, this could go on for like an hour. Ooh. 
All right, next, let's say next, next, first letter, first letter wins or loses. First letter loses. This is a game of skate with only one letter. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, hey, Costin, tell these guys first letter loses. Okay. Mm. Uh-oh. They said, they said first letter loses. Yeah, you guys are too good. Tell them to stop being so good. Yeah. <laughs> Suck more. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. Whoa. I that's think he's going to do it. A, that's a kill shot. Do it. Oh. oh. No, that, that wasn't a, uh, that wasn't an attempt. That was a kill shot, Jagger. You just straight finishing I'm move. That. Wow. Oh, come on. That's how this guy treats his friends. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. Thank that you guys sick. for doing that. Yeah, that thank so cool. you very much. Yeah. We were planning on playing a full game, but it's all right. Hey, just we're take little, you guys are too slow. good, dude. Too good. A little slow. Okay. Well, you right. guys are too good. That's what's up right there. Thank you, well, boys. Why don't you guys film, film your own game? Film your own game of skate. Put it out on the gram. Set it to the soundtrack of Deshaun's new song. There you go. <laughs> All right. We're, we're great <laughs> video park right here. Hey, you guys! You guys know that Tony Hawk remastered it. He's remastering Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, because you guys are kind of you guys are kind of got that going on up there. So. Well, that <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be the only video game I play. So. <laughs> Honestly. Seriously, best soundtrack. Yeah. Best game. All right, boys. Well, go do what you're doing because you're, right. you're killing it. Hey, thanks for having us on, man. That was fun talking. Thank you, guys. Thanks yeah, for the man. demo. Wow. Of course. Yeah. All right. See y'all. Chris, what what do you think it's like to be able to like uh, just land stuff when you want to? Oh my gosh. Well, as everybody saw from the intro that we did, horrible. We, we could we could have we could have been in that game of skate. I just it's, it's street skating is so crazy now as far as like. It's so easy for these guys to go out and just, you, they can basically just do whatever they want, whenever they want to. That right there, I mean, just that little two minutes of skating, it shows you both of them. It's not like they're just landing tricks. They're landing tricks perfectly. Mm -hmm. Nearly, I mean, every, those two guys in particular, their strike rate is so high. I mean, if you watch any contest that they're in, park or street, I mean, those dudes just land tricks. It's insane to watch. I can't imagine being a fly in the wall in that skate park every day, watching that go down in person. It must yeah. be, must speaking be of, nice. Speaking <laughs> of flies, flies on the wall, we're going to throw to the Transworld crew right now. And uh, they're the ones that, that are obviously bringing us the goods on a weekly basis. Oh, absolutely. We got Jamie, Jamie Owens. With some of the bigger name skaters like Wes Kramer, we've let them negotiate final cut over their Instagram remixes. I think that works. Nah, that doesn't work, guys. Need some more cowbell. Definitely need some more time. Hey, Wes, is your part done yet? It's not ready, Gev. Uh, you missed two deadlines already. It's not ready, Gev. All right, let's just, I don't know, maybe work with what we got, like some fire on the coping, I'll grind through it, maybe like, somehow make it look like a vert ramp. We got this.
He's from New Zealand. That's a, that's a little hint I'll give you. <laughs> mm. Transworld staff photographer. Oliver Barton? No. Frodo? No. Oliver yes. <laughs> Frodo Cammy. Hey, what's up, everybody? We got the Transworld crew right here, Jimmy Owens and Blair Alley. They have joined us, as they do every week, to yeah, bring, us, bring, us the, bring us the what's what in skateboarding. Um, straight away, before we get into what we're supposed to talk about, what's up with, like, 12-year-olds doing – no, not even 12 – 10-year-olds doing 1080s on vert ramps? Stupid, right? They, 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 they come out of the womb doing 900, so right? it's just one more spin. Just that cord is just they hit 10. Twisted up all over in the umbilical cord. <laughs> we don't know that you can get really hurt. Yo -yos. Stuff, so. They come out yeah. like yo-yos. Flying feet is right. So what's what's going on in the world right now of skateboarding, boys? Uh, well, people watching. Uh, sorry, Jagger Eaton do the kickflip yeah. from Blunt. Yeah. <laughs> How was that? Not, not even want to try it. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that was so nuts. I, I can't even really believe that those guys, guys are. Do you guys so remember good. when? Uh, do you guys remember when skateboarders like used to fall and stuff? Yeah, it's yeah, it this happens. Morning. Happens to I, me every time I skate. I remember that this morning. Hey, Chris, I still, I still know that trick. I could still do that one. Chris, <laughs> uh, we got a we have a viewer question. It says, uh, "Question for Cote and Todd: What's your best trick on a rail?" Yeah. My best and only trick on a rail is yeah. a board slow back lip. What's that? What's that? I've got the I've got the tainty tainty is where you put the rail straight in the credit card slot and you slide oh, like down that? with equal portions of the scrotum draped <laughs> over the rail. That's that's oh, my that's best. A good, that's a good trick. We're gonna have to film that later. <laughs> I'm not filming it. There needs to be an animation of that. That'd be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, an animation. <laughs> oh man. So, what are, what are some questions? Uh, you guys do that skate nerd thing. Like, what's what have you guys heard of? Like, what's the most embarrassingly wrong question that's ever been answered oh, on there? Can you think of one that just sticks out in your mind? That's just like so. God, some of these kids don't know anything. <laughs> it's shocking. <laughs> That's a, yeah, Blair has to like he come he has all these gnarly questions and then yeah, I write really like the I write really form. good questions, all for, yeah. all for nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need you guys. It's, we need you guys to call in today, five p.m. I, I will do skate nerd with Chris, but it's got to be like old skate nerd. Yeah, right? I got, got it. Got Vintage skate nerd. You know, like who's the Cadillac kid? You guys know. Come on. <laughs> well, you know what? I feel like uh, you know the 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 age demographic. It's like you're gonna have to go strictly to instagram and twitch videos the last 30 seconds the last the last one hour on instagram is what they yeah. might yeah. know just maybe, those questions who maybe. do you think would win who do you think would win skate nerd between jagger and deshaun because i would think that jagger skating since he was two years old yeah probably has some skate history in him and no, jagger, skated mega, so jagger would know all the mega ramp questions but deshaun might know uh street league questions <laughs> that's right he was a mega he was a mega baby for a while huh yeah i think he won i, I think about when that. i was in south africa he won like the mini mega contest wow whatever five six years ago and he's still super young hey uh Blair, what are the what are the headlines right now what are, what are your trans world skateboarding um, headlines well we right got now? uh thomas campbell's yield destruction full-length video on our site this week that uh it's like an hour long and all shot on film scored by no age so it's a real you know artist uh creation that's mm -hmm. uh good um yeah, he, did, he worked on that thing for yeah. seven years and yeah 
got it's it all. And it's got Evan Smith, Mark Suchu, yeah. like Louis Barletta. It's got legends from all eras in it. It's all crazy, scary. diverse how, cat. Yeah. How yeah. crazy is it in the intro of that new or that Thomas Campbell flick? The faces that start popping up, you're like, whoa, he's oh my! And then all of a sudden, you have twenty of probably one of the best collections of skateboarders I've ever seen in one clip. You know, in one video yeah. shoot, I guess you'd yeah. call it. Insane. I mean, yeah. Anyone would trust Thomas with, you know, exactly. being in one of his films. You know, he's done so much epic stuff over the years. And he still to this day, you know, shoots on film, makes, you know, all his art and stuff by hand. That's a, that's a Thomas Campbell right there. It's all <laughs> hand painted and stitched and hand uh, drawn. So, uh, yeah, no, it's awesome to finally see, you know, like a full length video from him. I just, uh, well, he did a lot of surf films too, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. What's his history yeah. in surf? Because we know in skate what he's doing. <laughs> he well, he kind of he started in skate and then right. he went full on into surf and you know very similar to what he did with uh, Yield Destruction very stylized you can really yeah. you can tell a Thomas Campbell film it. from anything yeah. you know you know exactly yeah. what it is when it comes up that's awesome yeah and then well, also and, uh, the French Riviera what's what's yeah what's so you guys got to check that one it's a uh, Film Trucks, which is Jeremy Decline, the guy that started Cliché Skateboards. He's got a truck company now, fully in all French. And uh, they toured a bunch of small cities on the French Riviera, like right before the, the quarantine lockdown. And it's the spots are incredible. It's a bunch of spots I've never seen. And for skaters that like to travel, it's like, it'll kind of like crush you because you're gonna, it'll make you want to travel so bad and get back out there, especially this time of year when everyone's planning their like summer European trips and, and whatnot. And uh, it, it's amazing. So it's a good cast of uh, French skaters you might not know of, but uh, what you're getting texts from me, Chris? No, we got yeah, viewer gotta, questions. For, uh, for, for Jamie, like, what are uh, you doing? Jamie, Jamie, what are your thoughts on Greg Hunt's extras from Alien Workshop? Yeah, that he's been playing on his uh, IGTV or live or whatever is awesome. It's such a rad way to like. Every time people dig up old stuff that's never been seen, especially Greg Hunt, like 16 millimeter stuff from Minefield, it's epic. So fucking good. Sorry. I think that did, that, you ever, that's... did you ever think that a 16 millimeter, you know, shot that belongs on a movie screen would look so good on this, but somehow... <laughs> well, you look at it like that big and it's still... Got, watch how do you get the film in the phone? <laughs> that's it's stuff like that that people finally have time to to dig up you know being locked at home mm -hmm. and not traveling and so you know there, there's some silver linings to the and market. that goes into jason hernandez our, our yeah, old uh, exactly. filmer that's doing a series for us now which we were going to talk about like he he uh came along and was like yeah i got a lot of time now i can dig into my archives and give you guys some raw footage from back in the day and it's awesome yeah. well so, speaking yeah, about Speaking of back in the day, just to move topics along here, because we got a show, we're live here, guys. I don't know if you know that we're live. Um, Brooklyn Banks. Yeah. Right now, there's a big push to save Brooklyn Banks. Growing up on the East Coast myself, I know how important those are and how big a piece of history that was from like Future Primitive all the way through to like, you know, the New York days, the shut days. I mean, tell me what's going on with the big effort to save the Brooklyn Banks. There's a lot of rumors. Quarter Snacks just this week posted kind of like rumors and facts. Um, the New York Department of Transportation isn't really giving any clear answers, but they're revamping part of the, the underside of the bridge. And for some reason, taking out the bricks is part of that. But they're getting, you know, there's a petition with thousands of signatures and people are commenting on their Instagram, save it. So hopefully they know that, you know, the 
the public want it to be saved and um we're doing what we can from over here just to, yeah. to bring awareness to it to like sign the petition you know be be polite but let them know it's, it's a landmark for skaters and it should be yeah. saved you know so that i know the people in new york are kind of you know searching for answers right now and hopefully uh it'll be revamped and saved or you know rebuilt something but uh, hopefully not like too of, rebuilt though you know yeah, it's exactly. like you don't want that's, it to be too another, smooth that's another fear is that it, you know they don't want it to turn into some weird shopping area but i think because <laughs> of its like landmark designation that that can't happen so hopefully they put it they make it scalable again one way or another you know yeah absolutely i mean it's so, such a so kind of uncertain part of history moment watching those clips that you're playing right now are pretty awesome yeah people yeah exactly theories of atlantis did like a top their favorite clips and then just, it's cool that everyone's been posting their you know their personal photos and clips that they've gotten there over the years it's so it's rad to see photos from like the 80s of the banks and stuff yeah kind of when it was you know first discovered and first skated yeah like the first time i ever saw it was a, a future primitive video and then like you right, see yeah. like what's happened over that with like duffy 360 flipping yeah switch 360 flip over or oh, Bob Bob welsh, welsh. Did switch welsh did that's right i mean just like yeah. not stuff like that i mean not when we when i first time i ever went there i didn't think that was possible no i couldn't believe that people were actually around over that. popping off around yeah. thing and you have to watch for have someone looking for traffic because that's a freeway off ramp basically yeah. you're landing <laughs> yeah. it's unreal such a gigantic yeah. part of we got another viewer question oh. for you guys uh viewer question what video project is transworld currently working on and what was the last transworld video we're working on a tommy sandoval documentary that's going to be coming out later this month which is going to be really good dive deep into his story um the last video was duets uh joe face and james buckman put that and together day one. oh and day, day one day one documentary came out last yeah. year too yeah yeah, yeah. This stuff. go to our youtube Check out all our amazing yeah, videos. All kinds of <laughs> full length, short length, and medium length videos. Yeah, duets was uh, Transworld video number thirty. So yeah. as we found out last week on Skate Nerd, you know, a lot of a lot of young skaters out there are not familiar with the catalog of Transworld. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, it was all, all right. Transworld uh, video theme last week, but uh, it was fun. Well, you can check out Skate Nerd. Is that that's tonight? Five o'clock? You said five p.m. Uh, Pacific California West Coast time. All right. On can, Instagram. I, challenge, I challenge you, Todd. I will, I will take eight, 80s, early 90s, 80s skateboard it trivia. Did. I will mop you. Where did that suit originate from? That's my suit. It's, there you but go. it's rented. You're rented. All right. It's All right, boys. <laughs> thank you very much. We'll <laughs> see you <laughs> next week. Yep. All right. Better thanks. Have a good show, guys. Thank All you, guys. Thanks. I'm serious, right. Todd. I'm taking you down and skating. No, you won't. I will smoke you. Prove it. Okay. Five, right. five bucks on it. Five bucks right. on it? All right. Five bucks. Five That's bucks. Unofficial. All right. All right moving along. Moving along in the show right now. Okay. So moving from those old farts over at Transworld, we're going to move to the young park upstart. Uh, he's living in San Diego, North County, by way of Australia. It's Keegan Palmer. What's up? Hello. Hi. How's everyone doing? Oh, yeah. doing? How are you he's doing? He's got the gamer, the gamer headset on. He's taking a break from. Yeah. What, what, what game are you currently playing right now? Not right uh, there's now. like multiple games that have been coming out recently in the last couple months. So it's like three different got? games. Is uh, Fortnite? What, what? Yeah. Fortnite, um, uh, Call of Duty Warzone, and mm -hmm. Valorant is it uh top three games right now that I've been playing. 
Sweet. So you've just been hitting the, hitting with, the nerve uh, pretty hard. And good times. And dance oh, moves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you, uh, you've been skating, um, skating park for a long time. Right. You know, you're kind of a, you're kind of a veteran right now, as far as like, you're young, but you've been in this game for a bit. Um, yeah. what's it like right now to kind of like, you got to kind of like sneak into the park and bang out your session before the police kick you out or, you know, what, what's yeah, the deal? It's been, it's been quite hectic, honestly. Like I only found out, like I, I went like three weeks almost without skating. Cause I, I like, I went one day to the skate park, like almost like six weeks ago and they were shutting it down. Gates were closed. And I was like, Oh, I guess we just can't skate, like do anything. And then one day I went for a surf and came back to look at food and see what was happening. And I saw a bunch of people skating. So like I've been skating for like the last three weeks straight, pretty much like every day. And it's been nice, but everything's like closed and it's the only skate park. That's like people have been sneaking into. So it actually gets crowded, mm -hmm. which is pretty crazy to think about. And then uh, otherwise, um, yeah, gates closed, there's tape around it, and people are just pretty much like barging it and just going. Well, skating is not a crime, just as long as you're six yeah. feet apart or six feet yep. in the air, whatever you want to do. Hey, yep. so the, the viewers absolutely love the video game talk. And you know, have you ever played Tony Hawk Pro Skater? Uh, yes, I played it on my Nintendo DS, a little... So like you've never experienced it like in really good graphics, like on the TV. No, like, no, I haven't. Yes. PS4 style. Well, yeah. it's pretty, it's pretty sick that that's coming out. I, I'm just, I keep talking about yeah. it because I'm so excited. Like Chris, Chris and I kind of grew up on that game. Yeah, you know, a lot, a lot of people used dead. to think Tony Hawk um, was, wasn't real. They thought he was a video yeah. game character. <laughs> yeah, no, they, it looks amazing, dude. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I'm definitely going to get it when it comes out and just play it a lot. Hopefully I'm excited. I I've watched you skate enough, Keegan, that it, it feels like I'm actually playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater when I watch you skate. Because <laughs> in every contest I see you in, super consistent, 540, you know, kickflip. Like, uh, you, you seem to have a deep bag of tricks that is influenced not only by what's happening right now, but also influenced by the 80s, by the 90s. So I see you mixing things up a lot. How did you learn? how to do, you know, like big Madonnas and kind of classic tricks that were invented way before you were born and put them in your runs along with some new stuff that you have. Yeah. So when I uh, grew up learning how to skate in Australia, um, no one really that was my age was learning how to skate really. You know, I was skating with people that are 20 or 20 plus then and 30 plus, you know, doing all these like old school tricks and whatnot and new school, a little bit of new school in there, you know, so like the Madonnas, the inverts you know I was my like really first like couple main tricks that I learned like you know airs and and I I got when I was young like my dad we got a ramp when I was around like nine years old to like 13 I want to say 12 or, or even even younger maybe I don't really remember but we had a ramp and when I got the ramp, everything just like progressed from there you know I got my airs better I learned stuff I was doing my first trips to America and seeing all like all the like competition and the great young skaters that are my age in the United States compared mm -hmm. to what I'm used to back home. So that, that's when I learned some of the new school things, you know, like I see all these kids doing tech tricks and all the skate parks in California. I go back, you know, I'm like, okay, all these kids in America are my competition. I got to work on stuff, what they're doing. And, and then you, it's also always good to bring in that new school, you know? So that's when growing up learning with those 30 plus guys, you know, yeah. It just really helped my skating to learn everything. 
Where's your Australian accent? What happened? Yeah, where, where'd you put that? To be honest, <laughs> I, I don't know. When I'm like with like uh, some of my friends in Australia, it just like comes out automatically and like I can't, I don't really control it. I mean, I've been living in California now for like three years, two and a half years. So it's like slowly fading. Mm -hmm. But when I'm like, when I'm with my Australian friends back home, it like, I, I, it really comes out. Well, it's because you're hanging out with uh, the Mossbergs. That's that's really what it is. They, yeah. they, make, they make your Australian accent go away. Um, <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. So your rumor has it that, you know, you're concentrating on school right now, trying to bang out your your final year. You want to get it all yeah. done now while you're home. So yeah. you just travel with with no pressure. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, it's like I was I've been doing school, you know, like my whole life, you know, I've been homeschooled for like almost like five years now, five or six mm -hmm. years. And I've and I'm just like I, I, I was doing it a lot, but it was really hard to do and all the contests were on, especially like the Olympics being announced, you know, or like d pretty much double the contests. And I've just like been taking this time like because we can't do anything and Zoom's just a, amazing. So I've just been doing like, you know, four days a week an hour with like a teacher just mm -hmm. trying to grind out and graduate this year you know so next year when the olympics is on i could just have one focus that's awesome that's awesome yeah. How, what, what is are you are you kind of relieved that the olympics didn't happen this summer like what's what are your thoughts on the whole postponement of that you know i was i was really excited you know like i'm in a good spot in the leaderboard i'm ready i, I don't have to go to every single event i can focus you know and then just all this happening was like kind of like it's almost like a mindset refresh you know you you can relax you bodies feels good and then as soon as it's all up you can just go right back into it and be better but mm -hmm. at the same time you can't be better you know because you can't go do the gyms you can't do physical therapy you can't right. go train and practice at like the skate parks that you need to you know right so it's like it's hard and good at the same time um, we we're have a viewer we're, question. We're friends with oh, Jagger Eaton and I said we're friends with Jagger Eaton and Deshaun Jordan now, so we're gonna drive yeah. out to Arizona to skate their park. I know. I was, <laughs> I was watching. A, I was watching a live stream actually. I saw that park looks amazing. I never been yeah. there. It's pretty mental. Hey, we got a, yeah. We have a question from a viewer. It says, Keegan Palmer, what is your dream trick? The trick that you would love to learn that you can't do right now. That's a great question. Uh, I don't know. You know. <sighs> Uh, probably a really nice um, alley -oop front side air over hip, but with a kickflip in it, you know? Oh, yeah. Alley-oop kickflip front side air, tuck knee, nose bone, really nice and high. That That's definitely a dream trick I want to learn. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So, you know, you look at the the rankings right now. You're in, you are in a really good spot. Um, so when you go into next year and you were kind of talking about having like a, a refresh of, you know, of your mindset – how how much does it play in the, into your head these days? Like thinking about you know Olympics. Like are you even like really letting that kind of drift into your head, or are you just like are you just skating and when it happens it'll happen? I mean yeah you know you, you can't force anything really. So I was just I'm just skating you know even if the w Olympics was a week away I'd still be skating and doing what I'm doing mm -hmm. the same as I'm doing now you know besides being yeah. inside so much. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. Um, Keegan, the guys, yeah. uh, some of the guys you're going to be skating against potentially in the upcoming Olympic Games, uh, names that are massive in park skating, but mm -hmm. also names that I've seen you take down. Guys like Pedro Barros, uh, you know Jagger Eaton, who we had on earlier. I've seen mm -hmm. you take it to the best of the best uh, from what 15, 16 years old since I uh, started mm -hmm. watching you skate, um, and I've never seen you intimidated 
You know, to skate against Pedro Barros, in my opinion, would be really hard because he's so good. <laughs> he's that gnarly. But I never yeah. seen you scared. I never seen you intimidated. And you, you know, I seen you drop in before and after him. So what's it like to go against some of the top, you know, the top skaters in the world going into the Olympics, Pedro Barros included? Mm, you know, like people ask a lot, like the do you ever get nervous? I don't know. I don't know if it's just me. I really don't get nervous that much. You know, I get nervous on my first run, like a little bit. And then once I do my like first run, I'm like, Oh, it's fine. You know, like I, I'm just skating with my friends and I put in a lot of hard work. So I'm not nervous. You know, the hard work pays off. So, I mean, I'm just like trying to, yeah, I just, it's not really how to describe it just because they're my idols. And like most people would be scared doing a competition with their idols. And I just think it's more fun. It makes me more excited. I feel like it makes me skate better, definitely. So, yeah. Well, awesome. Uh, you know, you, you think about you, you live in North County, San Diego. Your mm -hmm. family is, I see you guys whipping around on your e-bikes. You don't have your license yet, but you guys no. are fully immersed in the e-bike lifestyle. Cause yeah. I see you flying by the house every other day. Yeah. You guys have been surfing a lot, huh? Yeah. Well, dude, we've been surfing, you know, like I surfed for like three and a half hours this morning before this, like, you know, the waves has been fun. They opened the beaches, which has been nice. Mm -hmm. So even though the skate park is closest, you can still out and get exercise, not sitting inside all day. And, uh, yeah, dude, I know I'm kind of a lazy person when it comes to my whole driving thing, you know, but <laughs> I mean, it's pretty cool. Like at least it saves a little bit of money, you know, for a car and like insurance and whatnot. Right. But then again, I also spend a lot of it on Ubers. So that's kind of really? helpful. So you're pretty yeah. seasoned, pretty seasoned Uber uh, commuter. Yeah, yeah a definitely a lot of problem. Uber. Yeah. Modern teenager, <laughs> probably. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Do you think that? Do you think that uh, oh. this like surfing plays into your skating? As far as like, do you draw stuff from that and vice versa? You know, I feel like style almost is like a little bit of help in skating and surfing. You know, that kind of crosses in between. I wouldn't say like the sport-wise. You know, like the way you do things in surfing, the way you do things in skating. You know, or is like I feel like it's a completely different thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like the whole balance thing is still there together. But surfing is just like a full refresh for me, like relaxing, you know, just with friends, not taking it serious. And then like skating is like more when I go fully focused, you know? Right. Right. Well, speaking of focus, Todd, um, Keegan has class in four minutes. Oh, whoa. No, no, okay. no. no, no yeah. his, dad, his dad just texted me and said, Keegan has class in four minutes. <laughs> well, Keegan, thanks for joining us. Thank you for Dude, you joining guys, us. You guys are all good. I appreciate this. Dude. This is so cool what you guys are doing here. I love no this. No worries. Well, have fun. Um, we'll see you around town as we do. Yeah. Yeah. All let's right, get to surfing soon. Thank you, guys. We'll see you later. Take Peace care. Out. Have Thank a good you. one. All right. Bye-bye. Chris, it's going to be pretty uh, cool. Another, that kid's another one of those multi-sport threats. You know, Deshaun's got his, his dancing. Uh, Keegan is an amazing surfer, and it's one of the, he's one of those people that is just good at everything, and you would not, you would like to not like him because he's good at everything. But as you saw right there, super nice kid, humble and rad. So you gotta be, you gotta be hyped for him, right? He does absolutely everything. Well, hey, we're wrapping down this episode of Dutour Live. A big shout out and thank you to Dutour once again for coming through. What? I'm going to go skate. 
Oh, well, why don't you check out Stomp Sessions, Chris, and maybe you can figure out how to do some of them modern fangling tricks that you've been... Uh, do wow, that is a very, very big shoe. All right. Well, as we roll out here today, we are going to leave you with one of the biggest wrecking balls in skateboarding, someone that always brings the excitement no matter what bowl, what park, or what street he drops into. We're going to leave you with Pedro Barros absolutely destroying at the Dutor. An 81 is the score to beat for first place. That is well within the range for Pedro Barros, but he needs to come in swinging. He needs to keep his speed. He needs to go huge and do everything he can do. Watch the pump here. Lots of big moves. Here we go. <laughs> that was even bigger than Luis Francisco. Whoa! Massive 540. So he's got it going so far. Almost hung up on that in the air. And he had to squat his way out of it. Riding the back-to-back -back bank section. It's not a great spot to get a lot of points. Air disaster. Now he goes alley-oop blindside onto that bank. He's going to have to pick things up here in the last few seconds. Indy 540, we saw him do that in his first run as well. Oh, switch disaster to end off that run. Paul, in your opinion, is that enough to take down Corey Juno's previous 81 score? Don't celebrate too soon. It could go either way, it really could. He did a lot of tricks, he went huge. Look at that front side air, biggest one we've seen all day long. The run had two 540s in it. A lot Cor of extension. Corey did not do any 540s in his run. This one, look, five, six feet high out of the bowl. That's the backside grab. Covering a lot of ground there. Into that backside five. There's the end. Switch backside D. It's got to be tough on that giant bank. Crowd loves it. Pedro's psyched. It is in the judges' hands. 84. 84.0. Pedro Barros will take the win here for Brazil. Dutor Park Champion 2019. This energy around skateboarding is sick. When you get to do like something where it just goes all to the third run and you got to put it down, I feel like the win isn't about getting the first spot. You know, it's about putting down the run you wanted and skating with your friends and having a good time, seeing everybody scream. That's the energy of skateboarding, you know, so I just love it. Congratulations, Pedro Barros, 2019 Dutar Park Terrain winner.